Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Welcome the podcast. Back. <laughs> <laughs> we are your hosts. I'm Zoe. And, and I'm Holly. In today's nice episode, or chapter, if you will, is the decision. <laughs> oh, this is a big one. Yeah. Also, gentle reminder of mm-hmm. our full podcast name. You guys, are you ready? I really feel like everyone needs to think about it and really understand it. Okay. Yes. Yes. This is chapters, the complete history adventures and predicaments of two evidently redundant sentience. Mainly evidently redundant because one day the sun will probably swallow all of us. <laughs> but we can talk about that another time. <laughs> but also because <laughs> we say stuff over and over. <laughs> true. True, though. Anyways, it's funny because we're only doing the audio version now. And I feel like eventually when we do this on like video and upload it on YouTube, it's going to add so much more because like I feel like Zoe and I are very expressive people. And, like, we can see each other on, like, the video chat that we're on. And, like, yes. I make, like, little, like, faces. And so does she. And I'm doing it right now. And no I one know. We were both it. doing it. <laughs> so um, just stay tuned. Or also let us know if you want us to make sure that we, you know, convert this into a video format. But right yeah. now we're roughing it. So that's not going to happen for a hot minute. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We wanted. We, no, no, no. We wanted to uh, also let everyone know that we are not editing this podcast. Okay. You are editing. Yes. Okay. The raw deal because like it, it's just easier for us and I think it's more authentic. And I know. literally was going to say there's like two reasons. One laziness because editing like we both edit videos a lot like for our jobs and for personal reasons. But editing a podcast is a different ball game mm-hmm. because you can't just like swipe through to the section that you know needs editing like you have to listen to every single word of it and listening to ourselves is like our worst nightmare so I don't know why we have a podcast but there's that and then also yeah I just feel like it's more authentic if you're getting like the full rambling and tangents that we have to offer the world I don't know so I kind of like that we're deciding not to edit this um but it does sort of make things a little bit more complicated. Uh, the only thing is I will say is that we do plan to do like a formal intro and like outro, maybe with like some music later down the road. So that part will be edited, but every like the meat of our conversations will never be edited. Mm-hmm. Um, unless there's like a technical error. So yeah. It's like we should start dying on. Yeah. Like if we're going to absolutely murder anyone with headphones in, then like we'll make sure that we take that out for you guys. Like, <laughs> so anyways all right zoe do you want to get us back on track because that was three minutes of rambling uh i'd love to get us back on track um great so once again welcome back and we're gonna do the same thing we did last week which is crazy but we're gonna talk about where we fall this week on the plot structure so um for speaking for myself this week <laughs> well it's funny because i was literally saying earlier i was like i'm gonna try and focus on actually the week and not like overarching life so like the, just yeah yeah so just for this week um my spot on the plot structure is definitely the rising action um we have some exciting stuff happening in literally a week from today that's less than wild. a week for me five days four days well, for me I mean, like, in a week, we'll be in Hawaii. 
Oh yeah. 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 You're going to California first, but in yeah. a week, but in exactly a week, we will both be in freaking Hawaii. So for me, the rising action is like, we're building all this tension and like, there's things that need to happen before we get to like the big, exciting part of the story. So, um, that's one part of me in the rising action. And the second part of my rising action feeling is that I started talking to a lady about buying a house. And tomorrow I'm supposed to have a conversation with her about what I can do, what makes the most sense, yada, yada, yada. So I'm kind of in like the rising action of like, what's about to happen with that. And like, will I actually be able to buy a house? We don't actually know. But the goal and the hope of the conversation and yada, 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 that's like where I am. So that's been my week. And honestly, Everything else in my week has been probably everywhere else on the plot because, you know, that's just life. Like, yeah. <laughs> Where are you, Holly? Okay, so I'm putting that I am at the exposition. Okay. Because I kind of said last week that I was at the resolution, like finishing up 2022 and everything and not to be boring and just like fa- like start a new book at the beginning of the exposition because like whatever but I really feel like this week really is the exposition like I am setting the scene I've been working on setting my goals for 2023 setting up my goals for January that will help me fulfill my overarching like year-long goals um tracking some of the new habits that I'm trying to form, getting ready for Hawaii, like getting back into work right before I leave again, like all those things I'm like setting the scene for essentially. So I really feel like I'm at that, the exposition where it's like, this is the beginning of so many things, beginning of the new work year. And like, I don't feel like I need to elaborate anymore. I feel like you guys get it, but no. Yeah. I mean, that (laughs) makes where I am. That definitely yeah. makes sense. I feel like most people are probably in that same kind of area of their story as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, but getting to this episode, oh my goodness, yeah, we're at the decision. And okay, another thing that we didn't talk about last episode, but just kind of accidentally happened, and you'll notice this, is that when we were coming up with our episode titles for chapter, or sorry, before for book one, which is 2023, the debut... Last week was the demolition. This week is the decision. And we kind of accidentally kept using D words. And so you'll see that as a theme. And if you're trying to read into it and understand why Ds, we have no idea other than too many of the things that we wanted to talk about were D words. Um, And we may tie it into something later on down the line, but we haven't fully decided. So like, don't, really read far into it but also like maybe read into it a little bit yeah (laughs) that was like the that was like the best and like worst thing ever that reminds me of like me with the akatar names where i was like reading into the names so much to try and figure out like plot details and zoe was like okay read into it a little bit but like you're going too far (laughs) exactly anyways sorry not to bring another episode back to akatar let's keep moving because that's gonna we're gonna get derailed i can tell okay anyways (laughs) <laughs> definitely no, i get that okay um i think we could talk about aquatar every single season but you know that's why i know um instead so of doing our instead of doing our plot structure it's like how we're feeling about aquatar wherever we are oh no, no let's not because i definitely let's won't. not okay <laughs> so going back to this week's uh chapter <laughs> uh so 
it's called the decision and for us we um i think well let me say this everyone's gonna define decisions as something different like yeah this is i will say sorry to interrupt i will say i the one of the reasons that I love doing this podcast with Zoe is because while sometimes we refer to ourselves as the hive mind because we are so similar and like finish each other's sentences to the point that it's like almost kind of scary. We also very often have like completely opposing ideas on something. So I love it because like for Zoe, when she thinks of the decision, she's like a very specific decision about like what 2023 is going to mean to her and stuff. And then for me, I was thinking about, okay, like big life decisions, like how do we make those? How do they impact us? Um, Mm -hmm. Or small ones like forming new habits and just talking about like when it's okay to stick with a decision versus changing a decision and stuff like that. So I just love that we had such like different approaches to it and we get to like meld those together into our yeah. episodes so sorry I mean, side, side tangent what's new no yeah it's <laughs> I feel like our whole life is a side tangent to be honest but I mean I was just gonna right. say like before we got like super into it, it was like decisions are very simply just like you're deciding something you're resolving a question you're making a formal judgment you're reaching a conclusion after considering something so like it all those things could be you know anything or any mm-hmm. situation so just like if you're listening and you're keeping in mind, like we are about to talk about two separate things, but like yours could also be something even different than what we're talking about. So yeah, that was it. That was my two cents. (laughs) Okay, sweet. Um, Okay. Where do you want, where do you want, where do you want to start with this? Um, Well, I know you're going to talk about like what it means to make a decision. So I feel like let's start there. Like, what do you feel like it means to you to make a decision? Okay, so this is my thing, is that in all the different ways that you can make a decision, let's give an example here, okay? So Zoe, you know, might have the option to buy a house. That's something that she's looking at. And if that option is available to her, she can explore all of the pros and cons of each house that is within her her price range, style, uh, you know, location renovation level location I'm like trying to think of all the things and she compiles all of that information together to then make a decision right but there's also a point in time where she can there up until this point in time she can change that decision and then she's stuck with it and some things are like that and some things are not like um taking on a new job you know mm-hmm. you have however they give you five business days to accept and then you're at that new job and then you can make a new decision to leave that job later on or new habits let's say that you're going to drink a gallon of water a day you realize after three days that you just cannot do a gallon so you're like okay I'm going to commit to a half gallon figuring out all those different things that help you to kind of hone in on like what the decision is if that makes sense sorry I feel like this is rambling I need to get back to one no, thing no, no. I, I agree with what you're saying my main point being though is that like you, there are a lot of decisions to be made in life and a lot of different types of decisions. But the thing that can hinder you so much is failing to just make the decision. Mm-hmm. Like instead of just saying, okay, like, you know, Zoe gets approved for blank amount for a mortgage, right? She can say, I've got these five houses that I'm looking at, go tour three of them, finds the one signs the deal and runs with that but 
her other option is to fail to make a decision and that house gets taken away from her as a decision Mm -hmm. or with your health habits, like whatever it is, I feel like there's so much importance and not, not rushing a decision either. Let me just say that. Oh yeah. Making the decision to, I know, like I am making the decision to make sure I have enough water intake every day. I'm making the decision to change this habit. I'm making the decision to buy a house. I'm making the decision, whatever, whatever, but getting over the hurdle of just making the decision but that's is the thing. so vital. Not making a decision is making a decision. So that's well, I like, want to clap for that. <laughs> Can you hear that in the mic? This is me clapping. <laughs> but I mean, I'm so serious because like, if you think about it, you choosing not to make a decision, that's your decision. Like, regardless of the situation, if you're too afraid to just say whatever it is, do whatever it is, then that's fine. But know that that is your decision that you've made then. Is yeah. To not make like a if decision. you... If you are not making, yeah, exactly. Like if you're, if you don't make the decision to make sure you walk 5,000 steps a day, you're actively making the decision to not walk 5,000 5, steps, steps a day or whatever it is. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that was very juicy. I need that Ooh, sound bite wow, now. Not making the decision is, is making decision. the decision. Yes. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Um, I, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say like, okay. I also just want to point out that making one decision does not dictate the next seven decisions for you either. Mm, so yeah. like, I think that one reason people get afraid of making these decisions, even though you're already making them, is because you think, well, if I buy this house, I am stuck with this house for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Yes, or like, exactly. if I do this one thing, I'm stuck doing that for the rest of my life and there's no getting out of it. Like... There's always another decision that's going to come along later on. You know what I mean? Okay. Everyone- not to be like a total twy hard nerd right now. Okay. But there's a great quote at the beginning of Breaking Dawn, um, the movie, not the book, where Jessica Stanley is like, she's like valedictorian and she says, change your mind and change it again because something, something like now is the time to make mistakes. And like, that is so true. Like Mm -hmm. make a decision and then make a new one and then make a new one. The only thing is that you have to be careful about knowing when it's time to make a new decision. Well, yeah. And you you don't want to spend your whole life changing it. Yeah. You can't flip it around. Yeah. Leaving every job after six months, never sticking with blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you do have to stick to some decisions, but this There's is balance. also the time. Yeah, exactly. Where you can, you can risk it a little bit. You can, you know, go out there and make a decision, not like that decision and change it. You know what I mean? There are things that you can do, but, um, kind of like one of our second things that we wanted to talk about was how to stick with your decision, whether, whatever it is. Um, and, this is another, you know, obviously two-sided coin here is that sometimes it is like vital to stick with a decision even when it's really, really, really difficult. And sometimes it's time to change your decision. And knowing the difference is really important. And I think a big way to determine whether you need to stick or change a decision is how it's affecting you and the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um so, for instance, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example that's not house or health. I'll give you an example. <laughs> give me an example. Okay. <laughs> so, 
You make a decision to have a partner in life in whatever regard that is relationship wise. So you have this decision to have this person in your life, right? And you constantly make that decision to stay with that person. Like you may not think of it as like a chore because it's not a chore to stay with that person, but or like a like an everyday thing, but it is an everyday decision to be faithful, to love this person, to put that person above other things, you know, work with them. All those things are active decisions that you make. Mm -hmm. And when you're mature enough and when you're ready to make those decisions, you stick with your decision. And that might mean, you know, I mean, not everyone gets married, but like that might just be like taking the next step. Like you've decided that this is the person that you want to be with for forever. And that is your decision. Mm -hmm. And sometimes for some people later on in their lives, they change that decision. Something Mm -hmm. happens and they're like, well, maybe I don't feel those things or maybe I don't want to be with this person for forever. And that could be because that person did something. It could be because that person didn't do something. It could be because the person making the decision has decided that they've just changed. It can be so many different things. Mm Mm-hmm. But you have to understand that whatever decision you make from that, whether you're the person who, let's say you cheated and so your partner has decided that they don't want to be with you anymore. Well, then your decision is to either one, fight for that and try and, you know, mend what you want. Or maybe Mm -hmm. you cheated because you knew you didn't want that and you made that mistake and now you have to decide to own up to it and fix yourself for the next person or the next situation. And vice versa, if you decide, hey, I don't feel that way anymore, you've made that decision, but like now you have to make other decisions to move forward as well. So it can be applied to a lot of different things, house, health, people, relationships, school, like there's just so many different things, but that's just another kind of example. It's like a lot of people would disagree if I was to say like, oh, you just get a divorce when you get married because there are people that, you know, religiously just don't believe in divorce or Mm -hmm. feel like anything can be changed. But the truth is you can't change it unless both people want to change it. And so it's like both of you have to make a decision regardless. And sometimes other factors factor in on your decision, if that makes sense. So exactly. I just feel like that that's a good example of like how you stick and how you change And knowing at the end, even through all of the suffering and like the grief that you will hit in that like change of like mourning a relationship, no matter how long or how like, even if you weren't married, you still kind of can mourn a very long term relationship. Mm -hmm. At the end of it all, it will be okay. And it is okay that you changed your decision. And because everyone is, you know, entitled to their happiness, etc. So like, that'll all make sense at the end of all the decisions. Yeah, if I say decision one more time. (laughs) Well, that's what this episode is about. I know. Last episode where our episode was called the demolition and we kept saying reframing, but whatever. (laughs) So we don't want to talk about saying the word that it's about. But anyways. But yeah, Um, did that make sense? Or was I No, that makes total sense. And that's like such a perfect example for what I was going to talk about, which was like how to stick with your decision and when to know when to make a different decision. So for instance, in the context of a relationship, you know, you've agreed to be a partner with this person, whether you're dating, engaged, married, whatever it is, you're in any, any of those sections or phases Phases. of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm when how to stick with that decision you know obviously and when to say you know what it's time to end things and make a new decision again going back to the first thing I said was 
Is it hurting you or the people around you? Like you're in this relationship with a person, but let's say you are constantly beaten down or um, they are, you know, abusive, obviously in any way, like if it's hurting you in any sense of the word to be in that relationship, maybe it's time to reevaluate. Or if you're hurting the other person, for instance, let's say that you guys are not on the same page about kids and you are never going to change your mind. But that person over there is hoping that one day you will want kids when you know you don't and you will never want kids. You're hurting that person by staying with them because if you know for a fact that they're never going to change your mind, you're never going to change your mind, what is the relationship for? Or you're hurting worse, the other person and yourself if not being honest about that. Yes. And then what if you do change your decision and you do decide to have kids with them because you feel so connected. And at this point, I wouldn't even say that that's like a real connection, but you rely on this person for whatever it is that you get out of them, comfort, attention, whatever. This is your person and you are strapped to them. So you're like, well, if I don't give them a kid, they might leave me. And then there's a fear of li like being left. But then let's say you have the kid and you make that decision. Are you going to continue you to go back? Like, <laughs> there's no going back on that decision. But also yeah. then you have to decide every day to not be resentful towards them. If you don't like having towards the, like, the kid or to towards the, the, to the yeah, partner, any of it, mm -hmm. like then you have to be actively making way more decisions than you've ever wanted to do. And then you have to reflect on the decision and be like, did I make this decision for myself or was I making it for someone else? Mm, yummy. So yeah, exactly. Love that. I just, I think that's my biggest word of advice when trying to figure out whether to stick with or change a, change a decision. And another big one that applies to a lot of areas of life is when you're ready for a new course, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so for instance, not, not all decisions are going to be undoing a previous decision, for instance, like deciding to get with someone and deciding to not be with that person anymore. That's undoing a decision, right? But let's say it's a decision. Um, oh, man, I am having so much trouble coming up with better examples outside of health and house just because <laughs> those are the ones that are like on my mind right now. Um, um, but let's say... You're making a decision about moving for a new job in a new town, let's say, because I know you're very Great. family oriented versus yeah. taking a job that maybe doesn't give you as many benefits, doesn't pay as well, but you stay near your house you know, or near your family. Yeah. Okay. So this, that is perfect because I wanted to say, I am a huge advocate for lists, whether it's shopping lists, packing lists, or in this case, pro and con lists. I am a huge advocate for pro and con lists. And for instance, you know, obviously, like you said, I'm very close to my family. So, you know, the, con the, the pros for me in that situation would be being close to the family and not having to move, essentially. Those are my, my pros in that. And the cons are less pay, less benefits, maybe just sticking with the life course that I have right now when I have a whole new path waiting for me that's like exciting and whatever. And then the pros, I'm so sorry if I'm sniffling you guys, I'm a little bit whatever. Um, but we're not editing this podcast, so you get what you get. <laughs> but then on <laughs> the other hand, queen. you know, it is what it is. Um, but then on the other hand with, you know, this new job, I have 
all of the unexplored opportunity of a new city and meeting new people, obviously the pay and benefits that were higher. Saying all that to say, making a decision like that, huge proponent for pros and cons lists to help you make a decision. And also get input from people that are outside of you and maybe outside of your family, like friends are a really good one um, to rely on just because sometimes you might not see a pro of something um, if you have never experienced it or never made a decision like that. Like for instance, if I had to, if I was making this decision right now to leave and move cross country for a new job, I would probably talk to my friend Heather because she did that. She moved from Georgia to Colorado. She's thriving out there. And I would love to hear what are the specific pros and cons of doing something like that. And I know she would have some for me. Um, So finding someone that has experienced that or made the same or a similar decision is also a great way to kind of rely on the people in your life or the people that you know to help you make a big decision like that Mm -hmm. um so yeah i don't know wow that was insightful i hope that gives you guys gives you guys some help i also feel like you know zoe and i in our mid-20s whether in your early mid late late 20s (laughs) whether you're in like your early mid late 20s i mean honestly at any time in your life but i really feel like your 20s is a big time where you make a lot of decisions like Mm -hmm. You decide on dating a lot of people. You decide on maybe engaging, engage, getting engaged. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or marrying someone. It's also a time where a lot of people do big things like buy house, get their first big like career job, get pets. Like this is a big time to make decisions. And I really feel like those are not to be taken lightly. And I would just encourage everyone because I feel like especially in your 20s, it can be very easy to get swept up in the idea of a shiny new thing a lot of people and this is a big one that I'm a big proponent of thinking about Mm -hmm. is getting an animal getting a pet whatever kind it is the amount of people I've seen get a dog and then not be able to take good care of it is unreal Mm -hmm. if you're in your 20s don't just get a dog because it seems so cute and fun to have a dog get a dog because you are absolutely ready to care for a living like breathing animal mm-hmm. it's <laughs> you know like having I mean? a kid it I really if is. you wouldn't have a kid then you shouldn't get a dog and if you're not going to give that dog or that kid or whatever a life worth living then let someone else take care of it you know what i mean like let mm-hmm. someone else have that opportunity but or do you know, like the not um, to get on <laughs> what's it called like fostering you know yeah like not on, not to get on like a huge tangent about that because it's like a whole separate subject but just no, saying, yeah like, but a good example there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of decisions that are to be made in your 20s that if you make a hard and fast decision and don't really think about the consequences or the things that will come out of that decision you can hurt yourself and potentially someone else making that so that's like my biggest piece of advice I feel like for your not biggest piece of advice for your twenties. I have a lot of people, a lot of advice for people in their twenties, especially <laughs> people that are in their episode. Yeah, especially people in their earlier twenties. I feel like I have a lot of advice, but for this episode at least, make sure that you really think about the big decisions in life, and make sure that you're looking through those pros, those cons, those consequences, whether they're good or bad ones, um, and make sure that you're really thinking through it because there's just a lot of a lot of decisions, y'all. 
that I, yeah. people be making and they're not able to like keep up with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They do. And I will Don't say that like. Don't you're ready. Like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I'm dead. No, I mean, okay. One last thing real quick. I was just going to say. Yeah. When you're making these decisions, make sure that you are prioritizing yourself in these decisions, but mm-hmm. also reflect heavily on what those decisions will mean and how they will affect your relationships that you hold dear. Mm-hmm. Because while it is important to make decisions for yourself, I think it is also important to reflect on how that will affect your world and the people that you care about and want in your world. Agreed. Big time. Period. <laughs> Ready for our next section? Yeah. Okay. So. Great. Next section is me. So <laughs> last episode. Oh my God. Okay. So last episode, I basically said that I wanted like a word to kind of like summarize what I want to be like my spark or my dynamite, if you will, into the demo of my life, um, at least my 2023 life. So I came up with five words and Holly and I are going to kind of go through them and talk about okay. how I feel one about thing. them. Yes, go ahead. Okay. I am going to ask, okay, I have two things. I'm going to ask you to just do a quick summary of what your demo, what you want your demo to look like and what you feel like you want out of 2023. And then I'm going to read you off your list of words one by one. And so we can listen to what you just said and listen to the, these words together. So literally, talk the words are going to make sense. As I, as I explain this, you're going to see why I put these words. So yeah. Okay. Love it. Okay. All right. So, Give us the recap. Yeah. So 2023 is going to be like a redefining of who I am, what I want, and how I plan to do that, if that makes sense. So like... One of the main things that I want to do is like connect with myself and really deep dive into my emotions and why I am the way I am. Um, I've only recently like re gone into therapy and already I can tell that there are like some deep rooted things that I just have never really like put time or effort into really like understanding. And I think that like little things like that, even though therapy is not little, but like steps like that, that will allow me to connect with myself and like understand myself will allow me to then connect and understand more of the relationships that I have. Because one of my goals as well in 2023 is to really like hone in and like love on the people that I have in my corner, because I've already had to rely on so many people in life in general, but especially at the end of 2022. And I want to make sure that like, even though, or even when I'm not in times of like, sadness and like repair, that I am putting in the same amount of time and effort and conversations with these people that I care about. Um, Because I do feel like there are some times where I just like, can go ghost if that makes sense and not like nurture my relationships and that goes with my family too where I just like I need to put emphasis on that so that's part of it um I also feel like I just need to like listen better and when I say that I just mean like not just like listen in the sense of like 
actively listening in conversations, which I probably need to do that too. But like actually hearing what's going on around me, actually like putting on my ears and like opening my eyes and like really using my senses to fully understand like everything that happens around me with anybody everywhere. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, just like, yeah, actively participating in life. Like, I feel like I can get very complacent. So like, I've been thinking about like, how do I actively participate in every day? So, yeah. And also there's that. I feel like a good one for that is like listening to yourself. Yeah. Listening and, to your body, listening oh, to your mind. What is it telling you? Listening girl, to your my emotions. My favorite thing to do is put myself on mute. Okay. <laughs> I like Same. am a proponent of putting myself on mute and focusing on other people around me. And it's not, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy doing that. Like, I think that's just a part of my personality in the sense of like, I enjoy like putting other people first, but it is something that as I've grown, grown older, I've realized is not necessarily a benefit to me every single time. So yeah, exactly. Um, what else I want to do is I want to kind of like breathe, if that makes sense. Like, I just want to kind of like breathe in some fresh air, breathe out negativity, like open my lungs, open my heart, like all this kind of stuff. I really want to release a lot of like tension and negative, like thoughts and like opinions. And with that kind of comes like forgiving certain people and situations that like Mm -hmm. I feel like I have already kind of forgiven but I haven't fully so like whatever that is where it's like breathing releasing and forgiving I kind of sum that all up into like just like letting go of like Mm -hmm. a lot of things because I feel like if I can't do that if I can't forgive if I can't like let go and like just say goodbye to what that idea and like that situation and those people and that's in that whole bubble, then all I'm going to do is carry that bubble on my back for all of 2023 and wake up in 2024 and be like, I've never dealt with or like excused or whatever it is. Like, let that shit go. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Yeah. And then, um, I think beyond that, I just like, it's the same thing I said from the beginning. It's like, I just need to define who Zoe is. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if I can define who I am and what I want, And not that it won't change, because trust me, this shit will change every day if I have anything to say about it. Yeah. I just need to figure out what that is. So that's kind of, I feel like, a good synopsis. So listen up, ladies, gents. These are the five words that Zoe's listed. And the thing is, is like, we don't have to pick one of these five. In this decision-making process, another one might come up that fits it better. But these are the kind of ones that she kind of jotted down real quick. Okay, we have the first one, which is connect. And then listen. The third one is release. The fourth one is forgive. And lastly, the fifth one, focus. So my question slash, okay, I have a statement and then I have a question. Mm -hmm. My statement to you is that as you were going through, and I don't know if it was because you started out and then you didn't want to like talk through every single one of these to like for time's sake, but you spent a lot of time on connect at the beginning. Like you spent a lot of time kind of talking through connect, what it means to connect with you versus connecting to others, people in your circle, like all that sort of stuff. You talked that one for a way longer. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my question to you is, let's say you had to sum up everything you just said in like 
one to three sentences for 2023, like your intentions for 2023, what do you think that one to three sentence statement would look like? I'm really challenging you to be. Yeah, you're really like quick. It's fine. <laughs> um, to answer your first. But I'm thinking if we can just continue to narrow it down, it will help us to kind of hone in on what that word maybe is. So to answer your first question, I think it was just me trying to like go down the list, but not like just like go down the list. Um, But if I had to sum everything up, it would just be like, figure out what makes you happy. Oh, okay. Like genuinely, like I feel like it would just be like, figure out what makes you happy. Because like for me, connecting with relationships people make me happy. I like having friends. I like having family. Listening to other people, I like having conversations. Releasing stuff I don't like, you know, I feel like I'm not happy when I feel like I'm angry or upset or like hurt or whatever. So like I feel like that forgiveness release kind of all goes down to that too. And I didn't really talk about focus, but like for me it's like I can get so distracted by so many different things that I want to do that I don't mm-hmm. take the time to focus on like one or like mm-hmm. take the time to focus on why right. I want to do it or I don't know. And and it's even the same thing with just like concentrating on a task at hand. It's like focusing on everything. So, mm-hmm. but I think, yeah, I think my overarching thing would just be like, what makes me happy? Like defining that, like what it is. Okay. So with that being said, I feel like we can sort of narrow it down to connect and listen because I'm trying to think about it from a different perspective. Like when I hear the word connect, I think about connecting with others, connecting to myself, connecting with what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Maybe realizing that there are some disconnections with what I think makes me happy. Maybe realizing that like, you know, let's say I'm a... I was a tennis player and I'm still playing tennis, but I realized that not being able to play at the capacity I used to is actually making me unhappy. I just think that there's happiness there because it's been a habit for so long. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of those things where it's like connecting and also disconnecting kind of like thinking in that like release sort of thing. Like what am I connect? Like what am I focusing on and focus? What am I connecting (laughs) to versus disconnecting from Um, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And then the other one, that I feel like resonates with that is listen because that's like listening to everyone around you. Like you said, listening and actively participating in life, listening to yourself about what makes you happy, your emotions, your motivations, like all those things. So I feel like we're leaning towards maybe one of those two words. I feel like if I was going to pick one right now, I would lean closer to listen just okay. because I feel like what you just said, it's like, and and maybe it's just because after I said like actively listening and like participating in life, I feel like that is what will determine and allow me to figure out what makes me happy and all these other mm-hmm. things. Because if I'm just sitting here and I'm saying like, oh, I want to connect and have these relationships. Oh, I want to forgive this person. It's like, but am I actively participating or am I just like, going through the steps the motions mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like so yeah. i don't know i feel like maybe listen maybe okay all right i don't know well i feel like i okay so hold on give me one second because i'm thinking about everything that is to come in 2023 
For who, me? Yes. LOL. <laughs> and how the listening aspect fits into that. Because I feel like it's a lot. Like, obviously, you have health and fitness goals where it's like, in those cases, you need to listen to your mind and body to tell you what's maybe working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you've got mental health goals where it's like, you need to listen to your mentality and emotions and self-talk and understand where you might need to um, keep going with some of it and pivot and you know not continue on with other pieces of it Mm -hmm. Um, you know definitely I feel like listening to the people around you kind of like you were saying like that actively participating in life situation like I know travel is a big goal with you um and listening to the things that you hear in those travels and that listening to things that you learn in those travels because travel can, you know, build your appreciation for the world around you and culture and all sorts of that kind of thing. So do you feel like that word resonates with all those different aspects of what you want out of this next year? Yeah, I think so. I think I think it's a good one because it's like I said in the last episode, it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the only like word that I hear and like resonate with in the sense of like everything. But yeah, I think it's a good like base. Mm-hmm. Like if I was going to root it on a tree, then like listen would be like the roots. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like the starting point. Like you listen and yeah. then you respond. So this year you listen, next year you respond. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that you just stay stagnant this year, but just saying like, no, yeah, to all of this like internal feedback and, you know, obviously don't listen to bullshit opinions from others because, you know, we don't need those sometimes. But you know what I mean? Just like taking in all but of this listening information to those- and starting to work through it mm-hmm. to next year then like really put it all into play. Like you'll get the you'll get the kind of the jump start now and then after you've taken all that in healed from stuff that's coming and has happened and everything. Mm -hmm. And then next year you can really like launch yourself into it. And like the response period, if that makes sense. That's true. You know, you know, it's wild too. (laughs) As like thinking about this and thinking about the idea that it's like, Oh, this year. And then next year, as of right now, it's like, Oh, it's January. It's the start of the new year. Mm -hmm. It's like, this year is going to take forever in my mind, but I know I'm going to turn around and it's going to be freaking 2024. So that I just thought um, about that and it kind of gave no. me a little anxiety. It's like wild because I still can't <laughs> believe we're in 2023. Yeah. Because I feel like, I mean, I feel like weeks ago I was like preparing for 2022 and losing my mind. And mm-hmm. so the fact that we're already in 2023, it's like, it's also just a very scary reminder that life is so freaking short. Like life is so short. The years yeah. go by and they feel like weak sometimes. And it's just another reminder that like, we aren't here forever. Like you've got to make decisions and you've got to live life and hopefully by the end you had a pretty good time. Like, yeah. <laughs> even if it's a redundant existence, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> even if you've been listening to us this whole year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully you get a lot out of these like episodes and these upcoming episodes. I mean, obviously we're only on episode two, so we're like mm-hmm. not even really in the game yet, but still. Yeah. What's next? <laughs> I was just thinking, um, 
Sorry. I was just trying to think of a good question to ask you. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just um, have a little bit more time left. Okay. Mm. What do you feel like are some of the biggest factors that you weigh in making a decision? Ooh. Um, I can tell you the singest, the single, the singest, the singest. Wow. I can tell you the single biggest factor in making a decision for me is like how it will my affect my life in the like the next one year, five years, etc. Um, I feel like I've used that a lot when making the big life decisions that I've had a tough time with, like accepting the offer at the job I'm at now. I really had to look at, okay, how is this going to affect my life in the next year, five yeah. years, etc. And like, frankly, it is a decision that I didn't want to make. I did not want to get back into the nine to five game, mm-hmm. but I knew for what I wanted out of my life in the next year, five years, et cetera, that it was the right decision. And it has been like, I, I wouldn't go back and make a different decision. And so I think about thinking about things in the long term is absolutely vital when making a big life decision. Um, and then other things I feel like that I take into account when making bigger decisions is definitely, you know, is this something that's going to like actively make me happy or not? Um, is it going to affect the people around me? If so, is that positively or is that negatively? Um, and I want people to remember that even like sometimes when you're making a decision, just because it makes someone sad does not mean that it affects them negatively. Mm-hmm. I especially want to emphasize this in the context of relationships where it's like, if you decide that you don't want to be with someone anymore, yeah, it might make them sad. But if you don't want to be with them, staying with them just out of the convenience of staying with them to avoid making them unhappy, it's not good for either of you. Mm-hmm. So it affects that other person positively by ending the relationship. Same thing with like quitting a job, let's say. If mm-hmm. you are really unhappy in your work, you're probably not performing at your best. And so it is the most positive outcome for you and your employer to go find something that you're going to be happier at because you'll get more out of it for yourself and the next company you work for will get more out of you. Um, So there's a lot of instances where if you're making a big decision, I don't want you to think just because it might make the other person sad or temporarily uncomfortable or this, that, or the other. If you're making something that is in the long run, like the right decision for them as well as yourself, that's how you know that it's affecting them positively versus negatively. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And it's what funny about you say that. Like, oh yeah, go ahead. No, yeah. It's funny you say that because my answer is that one of the biggest motivators for me in making decisions is emotions. And I feel like it's a little bit different in the sense of like, I always want to like, one, I am very emotional. It's just the way I am. But like, I always think about it in the sense of like, what emotion comes to mind when I think about making that decision like if I put myself in the position where I have accepted this job or I have moved here or I have done this or I'm without this person like what emotions does it bring and then there's probably more than one but why do those emotions happen and do I feel like that emotion is out of discomfort and like fear or out of actual genuine like reaction and like how I don't know does that make sense like 
No, I was going to say that's a great point because sometimes your, you know, let's say if you had to rank your emotions one to five or whatever over a big decision, and let's say the big decision is, um, buying a car. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, let's say that the number one decision is that you're scared that you're not going to be able to make the payments. You know what I mean? That Mm -hmm. would be like a negative scared, right? Yes. Yeah. But let's say that this person has asked you to be their boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. And you're scared because you just got out of a longish relationship, but you know, you really love this person. This literally happened to me. Like, that is a, a good kind of scared. Mm-hmm. If that makes well, it depends. It's I, you. You probably need more context for that one. I'm just trying to give you an example. Well, it's like but okay. there's a difference between like yeah. good scared and bad scared, and you need to acknowledge the two because I feel like scared or afraid or fear can always be seen as kind of a negative emotion, and it's not always that way. Like fear of moving to a new big city. Like maybe it's an excited scared. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that's a, that's one that I feel like can get misconstrued where it's like, oh, if I'm scared, that means it's not for me. No. Like sometimes the best things in life are right on the other side of fear. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I'll give you an example. So like with my, where do I want to live question? Cause I'm mm-hmm. deciding where I want to go next. I was like, oh, I don't want to move here because yada, yada, yada. And I'll be honest, like choosing Atlanta, I think was the best decision because I am pushing myself to live somewhere new-ish like I have lived there before but new-ish and it's close to family and I just know in this time period of my life I want to be close to family and friends even though I have applied to jobs in like Australia the odds of me actually taking a job over there are so slim because like Mm -hmm. I just don't think I'm in that period of my time like or a period of my life where like I could do that and mentally excel you know what I mean yeah so But my next part of that was I was deciding, okay, I'm moving to Atlanta, but do I want a roommate or do I want to live alone? And one of the one of the things that hits me is like I wanted a roommate because it would cut costs, but I also wanted a roommate because I didn't want to live alone. But the reason I didn't want to live alone is not because like whatever, whatever. It's just because I'm terrified of living alone. And yeah. it's it's like, okay, so what terrifies you? Okay, I sat there and I was like, one, I am afraid of like getting robbed. Okay, well, you can get robbed regardless if, if you're with a roommate or not. Okay, two, I'm just terrified of being alone. And that's like something that I'm like working on mentally is like, why am I so afraid to be alone? And so it was a question of like, do I push myself and just live alone and like not work on that part of me? Or because maybe that's okay. Maybe this year it's not the best decision for me mentally to live alone. Maybe that would be pushing me too far and it would result in like not good things happening, but is it okay? I want a roommate and I am scared to live alone. And I'm sorry if you can hear my cat meowing because he's very loud, but (laughs) whatever it is, like it's, it's, if that makes sense. So it's like, I know that the emotion it brings out is scary and it is kind of sad and it is like freaky, but like, is it actually like worth pushing myself into feeling those emotions because it's going to come out as a positive change or is yeah. it going to negatively feel those emotions and then become a negative change? And honestly, I don't really have the answer. I'm leaning towards pushing myself to just be alone. But I also know if 
somebody wanted to be my roommate, I would probably accept it because I also weigh in the like financials and stuff too. So it's very weird. Yeah. It's like, I want those emotions to happen and maybe I'm more intentional about like, okay, I'll take trips alone this year. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to have somebody go with me on a trip somewhere to like, yeah. go. you could so go alone know. and spend. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it's kind of like using your emotions to navigate what you want to do in your decision and acknowledging those emotions and figuring out the rest from there. Cause yeah. Lord knows it changes all the time, but word that was my oh yeah hopefully that made sense. i love it yeah totally um we're getting close to um being out of time here but i have like one more question that i really want both of us to answer um and so my question is what are the top three things you've decided for 2023 like not what you're going to decide like right now you're you're deciding between maybe alone or roommate that decision hasn't been made yet, but like, what are the decisions that you know you've already made for 2023? Okay. My first decision I can say is that I have decided to put my health first. My second decision. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yay. My second decision is that I am putting financial education high up on there. I kind of talked about that before, but like, that is like, I am doing something in regards to like that area of life and my third decision is kind of like not as serious but I have decided that I am getting at least three more tattoos heck yeah and that's that's my love it love it so oh my goodness I mean those are great um for me it's funny because exactly the same for the first one uh my biggest like definitive decided decision for 2023 is that health comes before everything. Um, You know, obviously I have to make sure I like do my job and stuff, but like other than the stuff that I absolutely have to do, health is number one, like making sure that I'm eating protein, eating vegetables, eating fruit, drinking water, exercising, moving my body, et cetera. Um, Rebuilding some of those old habits and starting fresh with that is a big one for me. Um, My second decision for 2023 is that, like second to health my youtube channel becomes is like is above everything else for instance like i'm still keeping my etsy shop live but i'm not like spending a bunch of time on it so i'll be spending that time that i was spending on the etsy shop on my youtube channel like that is like my number one i guess side hustle if you could um say that um and then my other decision for 2023, which is probably going to come out of left field, but it's to be a better friend. I l- absolutely love my friends to the ends of the earth, but I'm also the kind of person, and it sounds bad, but this is the only way that I can word this properly, is that I am an out of sight, out of mind kind of person. And if I don't have a reminder that it's your birthday, for instance, or if I don't like specifically make time to follow up with you... I won't check up on people and I've had people check up on me at certain times in the year and I've really needed it and not even really known I needed it. And so I just want to be a better friend in that sense where like 
I check up on all my peoples. I, you know, come to the important life things. I, you know, I'm there for the happy birthdays. Like I just want to be a better friend overall because it's something that comes very easily to some people and not to others. And not to say like, I don't think I'm a bad friend is in the sense that like, if you need me, I'm not there for you or I'm like toxic or anything. Like, I don't think that I'm those things, but I think that I need to put a little bit more effort into like, like, um, proactively being involved in people's lives rather Mm -hmm. than like reactively, if that makes sense. Yes. So that's something that I want to improve in 2023. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask one more question. (laughs) Okay. It might put us over just a little bit, but what do you feel like is your one long-term goal? Like maybe it doesn't happen in 2023, but it's something you are striving to reach that you are like putting focus on a little bit maybe in 2023. Like what is your, but your big one, oh. like you're far out. Um, I have a really good answer to this question because okay. um, my big far out goal is to buy a second home in Orlando and I'm the mini goal that I have for this year to propel me towards that goal is that I want to save $5,000. It's not a huge amount. Obviously, it's not going to cover a down payment, but mm-hmm. I've got some other financial goals that I need to work on simultaneously. So my small goal for 2023 is to save $5,000. And my big long-term goal, hopefully in the next one to five years, just depending on how things go, is to buy an Orlando home. Turn up. What about you? So my big long-term goal that I've decided is like, number one, is I want to open a bookstore. Yeah. And so this year, I'm kind of going to define what that looks like. I don't necessarily like... Like, I know I need to save money for it. I know I need to, like, do research. I know I need to do a lot of different things, but I kind of just want to, like, lay out what that looks like this year and not, yeah. like, be mad at myself for not doing anything necessarily to reach that goal that's, like, like tangible maybe, but, like, educate yeah. myself in what that means, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. No, I think that's a great one because it's, like, I mean, getting to a big goal like opening a bookstore has, like, probably one million tiny goals that you can define within that Mm -hmm. whether it's anything from like deciding on a color palette to maybe securing a small business loan to even just filing for like your business license like there's so many small things that you can do to work towards that and like again if this year is about listening like Mm -hmm. it's about listening as far as like you know learning about opening a bookstore and learning those things and whatever and if next year is for responding maybe that's when you this year you like sit and plan and put things together and then Mm -hmm. next year is when you can like start to actively work towards those things you know what I mean so I think that's great like I think that's such a good long-term goal that you can easily break up into small mini goals to help you get there for sure yeah for sure we both have and you such know i be your number goals. one customer i know look oh yeah go. no you're gonna be like my first customer probably <laughs> which is uh, fine as long as there's um as long as there's books and you i'm there so well that i can handle it's the only place i want to be 
Um, oh, man. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at chapters.pod. You can also find me on Instagram at Holly with a Y, not an IE underscore Hickman. And you can find Zoe at TGI Zoe, kind of like TGI Fridays, but instead it's Zoe. <laughs> Without the Y. <laughs> Without the Y, yes. Z-O-E, you guys, not Z-O-E-Y. Don't even come over here with that mess. <laughs> sorry if your name is Zoe with a Y. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean like that. I mean, that. it's fine. It's, it's just, fine. It's fine. There's no Zoe with a Y here. So anyways. Um, Gosh. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, you guys. Remember, if you never turn the page, you'll never know how your chapter ends. <laughs>